Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thanks to you. Thanks. Thanks to you guys Thanks for you. tuning in. Thanks to you in tuning in. <laughs> I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. We are the Rogue Squadron Podcast. I think I just fucking said that. You ready for this? Rogue Squadron Podcast. <laughs> I'm Commander Cody. <laughs> uh, you guys can follow us on social media at Rogue Squad Pod. Most importantly, I would like you guys to go over to iTunes and hit that subscribe <laughs> button. And while you're over there, just uh, give us a rating and review. Tell us whether or not you enjoy it. Indeed. <laughs> this is a uh, unique episode. We are not in the normal studio. We are not live on Twitch. We were just kind of hanging out, getting prepped to play some Battlefield, as we uh, are known to do. And we were like, hey, let's just uh, record a quick little episode. Because, you know, we got the BT BAM concert uh, coming up soon on our normal recording day. So <clears> we didn't <throat> want to miss a week. So we're here doing some extra shit for y'all's ears. Yep. Between the bear to me for the... yeah. People that just don't know who he is and who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Between the Bear and Me, Metal Band, probably one of my favorite groups of all time. 99% of you probably would hate it, but that 1% is going to fucking love it. <laughs> Dimon knows. He knows. Um, so today we're going to be discussing, after our beer review, we're going to be getting into, they released some information about Yoda. We'll yeah. get into that. Uh, and then I finally completed the first Mass Effect uh, which is near and dear to our heart because we did an interview with the lead writer of the Mass Effect series who also did Darth Bane series and KOTOR. So um, we'll be talking about a plot and uh, what I did there. Uh, so let's get into the beer review. <laughs> As you know, every fucking week, except for two weeks ago. How many times have we had to say that? Sometimes we skip and it's not intentional, but then we're like... Every week, except for the last three weeks, we do a beer review. We either have to be super <laughs> hungover and just like, you want a beer? Fuck no. <laughs> or just like uh, randomly. Let's record right now. We got now. a free yep. 10 minutes. Let's record. Right. Nah, with this, this time we ended up having some beer. <laughs> we are excited about uh, this beer review. We chose Harpoon Brewing uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We did Harpoon's Winter Warmer. I believe that was like, seriously, like a, one of our first beer reviews. Yeah. Yeah. It was like episode eight or something or nine or it's four, but something around there. It was the first one that we gave a three. I remember that. Hell yeah. That's when we developed the rating system. So Winter Warmer was the first one. We are getting into Flannel Friday since it's moving on into autumn. Yep. It's September here. um, September 20th to be exact. Don't know when you're going to be listening to this. So that's a reference. And all the Oktoberfests, all the autumn beers are just starting to come out. All the white girls are going crazy over the pumpkin spice nonsense. So Han Solo it, season's upon us. Even though the leaves haven't even started changing color yet. I everything's fucking like orange and red. Don't get too excited. <laughs> but that's the season that we're in, so it's time to move on to <laughs> autumn. Stop doing the IPAs and start doing some You're like seasonal. me, though, because I was just going to drink. I can't I help. Something. Like, I'm just like... God, it's can't. not even beer. If I have something, it's it's like a habit. Yeah. If I have a glass of water in oh, my yeah. hand, it's gone before I even think about All I'm day. thirsty. No, no option. Yeah. It just happens. Mwah. Yeah. Uh, what's the ABV on this? What are we saying? 5.7. We didn't say anything yet. 35 IBUs International. I always unit. wonder 
if that's a growing trend, I think it I is. always wonder why they put the IBUs. Maybe bitterness is more has more of an effect on all types of beer that we didn't think about. It's not just like IPAs are supposed to be bitter. It's like there is a little bit of bitterness in everything to some scale. Um, I would suggest that people either like bitterness or they hate it. So when they see a lower rating, they're like, oh, this isn't that bitter. I probably will like this. So I think it's probably know, based man. on that. Because uh, I like or hate bitterness depending on the type of beer. Yeah, but people just sometimes don't like lemongrass. People are fucked. That's yeah. me. Hey, I've been uh, warming up to that, so I'm not even going to hear it. So this beer on the physical bottles etched in, it says love beer above the, the label. Well, and on the I'm other bored. side, it says love life. <laughs> so love beer and life. Beer uh, number one, life number two. It has a little pooch on it. It's all winter. Let's go winter. Hand it's all uh, autumn colors. Yeah, hence the flannel. Smell test. Smell test. <sighs> Um, we we, we didn't pour this one out. Should we pour it out? No. It's hard it to do the sniff test out of the bottle. Well, it's an amber ale, so I would hope so. It smells like a girl named Amber. Little bit of caramel. A girl named Amber in autumn. All right, well. Or maybe a girl named Autumn in... Amber. Ale. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Ooh, Nice. <laughs> good first reaction. Good first reaction. Nice. It's either like the last one that we had last week was just like, oh god, there's so much. I, I uh, initial thoughts. I really like this. I really like it. I'm excited because it's not punching me in the throat with like spices and pumpkin and just shoving it down my throat. It's always very important. Yeah. It's very malty. Well, because it's not a. Pumpkin ale, thank God. It's just an amber ale with but some people autumn just, seasonal. Yeah, it's just which is the good. autumn idea. People throw like paprika in it, and you're like, get, the, <laughs> get this shit out of here. But no, it's yeah, it's definitely first reaction, initial taste is is definitely positive. I and it, I'm trying not to be biased because I wanted to give it a three even before we started drinking it because we gave Winter Warmer a three because I like Harpoon based off of that. Um, I think that these are the only two Harpoon beers I've ever had, actually. I don't think I've ever had anything else by them. So we've only had their seasonals. And they've only had the no, three stars. I'm pretty sure we've had the regular, the green one that's not The green one. one. No, blue. It's blue. It's an IPA. I don't remember. Me neither. We didn't review it. Lying. We might have had it, but I don't remember that. Um, I don't know the flavor profile enough to like speak intelligently about it. I think it's very malty. It says hoppy, malty, crisp. Yes. Um, I'm, are you getting very crisp? I'm, I'm not getting I am. Oh, yeah, I am. Like sharp? Uh, more sharper than I would expect an amber ale to be, yes. True. It's very malty. Very malty. And there is a little bit of hops in there. I think that's why, probably why they put the... Do all, does all beer have hops of some type? Am I that stupid that I don't know that? We're equally as stupid, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Gotta have to have our buddy next time on the show. Sometime it's soon. crazy how much we've learned over like two years of oh, doing beer reviews. Know what the fuck we're and about. no, no fucking. Oh, well, it tastes good. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't the feel box it. is orange. So. Box is orange. <laughs> I bought it because it has shit in it. But you don't expect an amber ale to have to be very hoppy. This one is a little. It's so subtle. It's just in there. It's like yes, that hop is. Yeah. It's giving me what I need, but it's not like. It's not the first thing you think of. It's like a breath of IPA, but that's so that's where it stops. Exactly. So it's very well balanced in that way. Um, but yeah, a lot of malt. It's and very crisp. Exactly what they said in the fucking box. They nailed it. I don't taste any dog in this one though, so I'm not sure about that. Kibbles and bits. Hoppy, malty, crisp, amber ale. It's perfect. Love beer, love life. Wear flannels. Yep. That's it. I'm on board. I, I dig agree. It. What do you What are you thinking? I dig it. I don't know, man. At least let me sip on it for a second. 
Mm. What else about uh, this? Let's see. They're out of Vermont, I believe. Let's see. Bernie Sanders Brewery. The only thing I associate with Vermont saw that. is mountains. Windsor, Vermont, and Boston, Mass. I wonder if they have... Which one's first? Boston, Mass. and It says Boston, Mass, and Windsor. Usually they put the where they're originally from. And then once they open another... This is an brewery, interesting uh, little tidbit. It's employee-owned. Just like New Belgium. Oh, really? Yep. Established 1986, so it's two years older than us. Yep. Uh, the old, old bitch. The old motherfucker. The tagline is, the malt sweetness balances the hoppy citrus notes in this new amber ale. I wonder if this is the first year it's come out. I wouldn't say citrus. I guess with all hops, you do have the citrus flavor. But I'm not getting that because it's balanced so well. I'm just getting the hops. Yep. I'm struggling with this, and not because it's a bad taste, because today it was like 90 fucking two degrees out, and we're drinking an amber ale that's delicious, but because it was hot out, and I'm not in the mood for like a seasonal beer yet, I want to like slip to a two. I'm okay with it, man. But if I was like, if it was winter time right now and I was drinking this, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Ohio is. As we get into fall, Ohio switches to like LA weather, where it's like 85, 90 during the day and drops to like 60 at night, which is perfect. It's like my favorite. It's actually been in the low 50s at night. Sometimes. Yeah, this whole like the first couple weeks of September, like my birthday time was. It's my favorite weather that Ohio gets. Um, so yeah, it was hot during the day, but I'm I'm okay with it. I'm glad you're okay with it. I'm okay with no. I mean, in terms of the heat and this type of beer, like I'm, I'm cool. Well, that's cool that, that's the bonus about this not being overwhelmingly spiced exactly. or something like that. It's so not it is, like a fucking pumpkin pie in your face. Yeah. So, f- me not being a huge mm. amber ale fan, and me not being in the mood for this, maybe you I still will. love it, and I still love it. You goddamn better give it a three. Yeah, that's it. I guess I'm showing on three. Sounds good. I'm already on to my second one. I'm flannel, f- we're drinking Flannel Friday on Wednesday. Fucking no, it's Tuesday. Flannel fuckers. We always record on Wednesday, so it's Tuesday. We usually record on Wednesdays. We always, sometimes we do. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of four times we record on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, so uh, what's new since our last recording? I know we got the concert tomorrow. Uh, Rogue Friday? Yes, Force Friday is now... I don't know if it has an official name. Force Friday. Everyone's saying Force Friday, but then like the promos don't say that. They say like Rogue One I or it was, Go Rogue. I was assuming it was Force Friday because it was The Force Awakens. So Force Awakens Friday, Force Friday. That this one might be just makes sense. Rogue, Rogue Friday. Friday or Go Rogue or something. Um, yeah, so last year, September, they released all the new Star Wars toys and merch on one night at midnight. It was a big event. This year, it doesn't seem to be as big. Um, it is still happening, but for example, like last year, like Walmart, it was cool because they gave different shit to different stores. So like Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Toys R Us, Target, they all had different like amounts or different, totally different types of toys and stuff, right. which was cool. So if you were a true fan, you kind of went to all of them or gradually over the next few days, but uh, it's not as big this year. I think the only one in our area that's doing it at midnight is Toys R Us. Well, like you mentioned, last year was like the, the grand beginning of the star wars extravaganza true. boom true. so now we're we're knee deep into it with after we've had an episode they've been releasing all these books and updating comics and do all this different shit and yep. we're preparing for rogue, rogue one yep. um it's just not as kaboomish kaboomy <laughs> kaboomy yeah i'll accept it 
Good. Three out of three. <laughs> three out of three. <laughs> yeah, official three out of three. But yeah, um, I'm so excited. They the the coolest thing from the trailer that I've seen, and we've probably talked about this, is the fucking droid. The I'm droid glad. looks awesome. Well, we've never had in the movies a droid that talks shit. Or that can like just talk back to people. Right. C3PO is just a frantic, he has to take orders. frantic bitch. <laughs> He's a frantic bitch. That is Our- the single best description of C3PO <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. It's a gold frantic bitch. I don't know. Um, and then R2D2 does talk shit, but you can't understand him. So uh, it's exactly. like we we've we rant and rave about Kotor, and in Kotor there's HK 40, 57? What? 47. Get I don't know here. why. I couldn't remember that. Just HK 47. Three stars. I don't know. That uh, just basically talks shit. That's why I kept him in my party whenever I went anywhere. He always died, but he talks shit. <laughs> Actually, I, I no, I know, shit quite a bit. No, he's good. Um, he's a good character. But yeah, it'll be cool to see that. And a droid that is in action. Well, I'm, I'm basing it off of something like IG-88 where he can make his own decisions. Like, if they get into a battle, like a pickle, and he's off on a, like one side of the battlefield, he'll be able to like analyze what's going on, right. decide like how to best go about it, rather than C-3PO right. would just be a frantic bitch. <laughs> oh, too. Oh, this is what's going on. Yeah, like that. I don't know if that's a good... I don't know. Shut them all down! Like, oh my God. Shut up. You have to be making a decision on 3,721. We shit on him. I mean, he's all part of the universe, and he he plays his part. It's just... I mean, we're just fucking around, so... We're we're excited about a... Not a... We're we're excited about a black... Droid. Droid. (laughs) But where I was... The reason I brought that up in the first place is... The... Lego set that kind of looks like Lego Bionicle a little bit of Grievous and Commander Cody and some of the other clones and stuff that I got. The Darth Vader one looked terrible. And the terrible. Darth Vader one. Um, Luke looked like a... They're coming out with three eight bit more bitch. of those. Jin Erso is one. Oh, wow. I don't know why they're making humans in that style of yeah. Legos. If you guys know what I'm talking about, if you don't, look it up. But if you do, they had Luke and Obi-Wan, which looked terrible because they're like robotic shaped. Right. And they're humans. Grievous looks great. The clones look great because they're in armor. And this new droid is coming out in that same style, and I'm excited to get that. But there should be a ton of new Legos. There should be... There's more X-Wing miniature stuff that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah. Which is going to be fun. Oh, um, well, let's finish up on that. So Rogue Friday, whatever the hell they're calling it. I'm going to call it Force Friday. Fuck Friday. Um, so we'll be out... Thursday, it'll be Thursday night mm-hmm. at midnight for Force Friday. Indeed. Um... So if you're in Columbus, contact us and we'll meet up. We're going to be at the Polaris one. Toys uh, R Us. Toys R Us. Yes. Uh, and that's it. That's yeah. all I have to say about that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what I did want to slip in there was uh, Commander and I have started uh, one of the new canon books, Dark yep. Disciple. Yep. I've literally got just a few pages in, so I, I'm not too far, but I've gotten the understanding of you know the what's, setting. What's going to happen? Kind of the yeah. setting of it. Um, it's a good book. I was imme- immediately, just like you had mentioned, was kind of confused because they started off with a character that, like, I get it. Like, Darth Bane, though, makes sense. Like, you start right. off with this character, Desan, or what's his, Des- what's his? Des. Des. Um, Desel. Desser. Desselin. Desen. Desel. But whatever. But you, it starts off with this character you don't know, but then it ends up being Darth Bane. And you're like, oh, well, fuck, that makes sense. This one starts off with just a fucking character. And they start talking about the species, and, and she has a stinger. 
What I was annoyed about is that I looked it up on Wikipedia to it has get nothing. a glimpse. They're not, they created it for this book. Yeah. Which I get, like, it's cool to introduce new species and stuff like that. They did that a lot throughout the Clone Wars cartoon. Um, but, but you can and, see it. And maybe, though, maybe this will come back later on. But as far as we are so far, we're not going to get into a full review. But I just, I hate when books start like that. Well, I think the issue is because Star Wars is such a visual thing. We have the Clone Wars where they introduce new species, but you're seeing it on screen. Right. And everything's visual. That's right. fine. Other books, like if they're starting as a novel like Harry Potter, you kind of it gives you more of a description so you can kind of visualize it yourself. Right. This was just literally like a humanoid with a stinger. I'm like, where the fuck is the stinger? <laughs> I know. Where's it hanging out of? And how where do they clothe it? Does it have a sweater on the stinger? Did did the Darth Vader book start with not Darth Vader's perspective? Yeah, uh, it was like a Jedi going into battle or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it was clone. the Jedi that he was hunting down. Okay, and he was the main character in the book. I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying to think. I can't. Nothing's coming to mind right away. But that just that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will play into the main story in the end. But we're very biased right now because we're not far into the book. True. I read a few pages. I'm not even. I'm not even a few chapters but in. But when I get a, if I get a book about Bane, I want it to start with Bane because I know that I'm trying to get there. You know what I mean? When you give me this whole preamble about who's, some, who's writing this one? Uh, I don't know. Was it the Kemp guy or? Um, let me actually check. I have it sitting. Oh, there. I have it right here. <laughs> there you go. Let's find out. Uh, I'm not sure. I know it. Uh, oh, I should correct myself. I last episode. I who is it? Christy Golden. I've never heard of her. I don't know. Um, last episode, I said you said episode. Episode. Last episode, <laughs> I nope, said. I'm never letting that go. I said. Thank um, you guys for tuning in to episode 71. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mistakenly said that it took place during that section of the Clone Wars cartoon where Asajj is hunting down Dooku, and then um, Savage Press pops up and everything like that. Dema, our comic or not our comic correspondent, who is he? He's our Jackass. Jackass correspondent. <laughs> he uh, informed me that that is not necessarily the case in terms of the timeline. So basically, these are just written off of unreleased episodes of the Clone Wars cartoon. So apparently, Asajj is going after Dooku multiple times. And obviously, he never dies because he's fucking Dooku taking Sith naps. And Man, that's, that's tough, though. Because they are very different characters. Yeah. And I like that aspect of Dooku being super trained and super precise and super powerful. Super calm. Asajj is a wild fuckling yes with two lightsabers and she just goes off pure rage yes so they're very different characters but uh i think just uh dooku's experience gives him the way upper edge and he's he's a much better duelist obviously but yeah her i mean it's hard man you're you're going up against asajj who's a fucking crazy she gave anakin skywalker's fucking scar yep so just that, that fact that that even happened let right. alone her be a badass. You probably... I, I, I do, okay, can I say something yes, real quick? Yes, please, please. Do you not wish that Asajj lived instead of Darth Maul? I think that would have been so much better if they, instead of bringing back Darth Maul and making a brother, and they all, and but Darth Maul lives to the fucking rogue... Oh, into Rebels and stuff. Or, yeah. Yeah. I wish Asajj yeah. Yeah. lived through Rebels. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with Nothing that. Nothing really happens to her. She doesn't die. She just kind of goes off. She's like Ahsoka. I don't remember. What if they bring her back? Maybe what if this what if book I just solidifies it, though? That's true. What if this is after the Clone Wars and we don't know? 
I think after Clone Wars, but before episode I, three. I doubt anyone dies in this. We'll find out. Um, Interesting. Uh, so I've raved about Dooku. He's one of my favorite Sith. Mm-hmm. But what you just were saying about how calm and collected and precise he is, do you think that, and we might have talked about this, but do you think it's a disadvantage that he's so calm? Yeah. Because he the, doesn't the whole, the- yes, the whole core of the dark side is to let the passion and the emotion take you over well, to, I think, to untap your true or tap into your true strength well that's why i don't think he like fell to the dark side he was just kind of using a little bit of the dark side and like you said you like him because he kind of got his own thing he's doing his own thing yeah he doesn't fall to the dark side and become palpatine's apprentice and palpatine kind of knows that Palpatine's like well, clearly you're doing your own thing. I'll use you in the war, and we'll yeah. both kind of go up Not like he's going to rebel But I'm health. going after fucking Anakin Skywalker because he's going to be my rabid dog. Yeah, and when you put it like that, I actually I love him. I mean, he knows that Palpatine's using him. And he's using Palpatine in certain ways, too. Yeah. So. I liked him in, uh, what was that last book that I read? Oh, Plagueis. Dooku's in Plagueis a lot because he, Plagueis meets Dooku and Qui-Gon at one point. When Qui-Gon's training? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I got to read that fucking book. But he, he wasn't Darth Plagueis. He didn't fight him. He, he right. was Hedo Damask, so he was just like a, a banker. Right, right, right. Um, Which is the perfect... Like the, yeah, he was like a wealthy banker businessman. Just like Bruce Wayne, I mean, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. So, but Dooku and Hedo were talking about different politics and how things should be. right. And they were agreeing on a lot of things. And Qui-Gon was getting pissed. He's like, uh, that's, that shouldn't happen. And Dooku and Qui-Gon started kind of like bickering. And it was kind of like a weird third wheel thing. Because Hedo and Dooku are just like, yeah, let's fuck everyone. And Qui-Gon's like, I've had enough fucking today. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect because Dooku is going for power. And he's going for control. And Qui-Gon is always going for the living force. What is the force telling me what to do? Not fucking. Not fucking around. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I like the aspect between those characters that we don't see that much of. Mm-hmm. Dooku's somewhat prevalent oh, in the so Clone much. Wars, but we really still, at that point, don't see him a lot. He's mainly giving orders to people. Grievous, go fuck these people up. All right. Yeah, go, go, yeah, go attack this in this way. And then that's kind of it, other than yeah. him running and cutting off Anakin's hand. Right. And fighting Yoda. Right. I have a lot to say about that. I just thought of another subject that I want to talk about, but that's more based on uh, Rebels, as I'm getting caught up in Rebels cartoon. So we'll talk about that on a different episode entirely. This beer has we'll wait. something something else in it. Like after you have a, this is my the end of my first beer. There's like an aftertaste, man. It, it keeps it kicking. It tastes good. I love it. <laughs> it's really good. It actually, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm glad I grabbed it. Uh, so we will get into our next topic, and I will explain what it is right now. It is <laughs> Lucas Arts under Disney has um, not approved, but uh, let out. What am I? What's the word? I'm leaked, looking for? announced, leaked, announced uh, that they are now going to be working on Goddamn a it. new set of what? Spit it out. Next comic's going to be Yoda. It's not going to be Yoda. It's going to it's going to be about <laughs> just pissing Commander off. But they they, they mentioned that they're going to do a new comic series and in the comic series itself they're going to be talking about the 
past adventures of Yoda. Yeah. It's not going to be about Yoda directly, but it's they're going to talk about like him as Correct. a as a uh, teacher. Correct. So he's going to have a couple Padawans. Hopefully, because I think it's supposed to be based off Obi-Wan. So when Obi-Wan was training real young, maybe it'll show like Yoda's. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be like Yoda's full history. What it's based off of is Obi-Wan's, um, I believe it's Luke finds Obi-Wan's journal or diary. So basically, it's just Obi-Wan's journal entries of what he went through with Yoda, what he witnessed with Yoda. Drunken. Drunken ramblings. Drunken essays. <laughs> Fucking Darth. So it's, <laughs> I've, we've been hoping for a Yoda series. Um, a Could Yoda, you imagine going through, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, go ahead. Going through his thing. Personally, I, did, I, I hated that all around. I'm glad that shit blew up. Fuck that. <laughs> I didn't feel like going there anyways. I was tired of shit. That's funny. I still had sand in my loins. Tatooine. <laughs> yep. That's about right. Um, so we're, we are obviously excited. I know a lot of people are kind of shit. I, I want it to be a fucking mystery. It's like, it still really fucking is because we look at it and what are we going to get? 30 years before the well, movies? That's, that's what I was just going to say. You're going to see a glimpse of yeah. any of... It's uh, all, of an old age. Yeah, it's all coming from Obi-Wan's journal. So if you think Obi-Wan was about 25, maybe, during Phantom Menace, you're only going to get about 20 years before Phantom Menace. Yeah. So Yoda is still like 850. Well, you never know, because I would like to know Obi-Wan's beginning, too. Well, that's the Jedi Knight books. Or, sorry, not the Jedi Knight. That's the video game series. The Young Jedi series. It doesn't show him like his history, though, I don't think. Well, he starts as a youngling. He's like eight, and he's hoping that Qui-Gon you know, picks him as a Jedi. Or as a Padawan. I read those a long time ago, and I don't remember it talking about like where he's from or what his family was about or anything like that. I don't quite remember, but I think it was in there. It's a long time ago. A long time ago. But yeah, so I've we've been talking about Yoda. We wanted like a trilogy or a series of his history and his beginnings for quite a while. We've seen some awesome fan art of like a young Yoda. Fucking people. Um, I think it's the, the word of the episode is definitely fucking. Um, <laughs> but but I, we're, it's going to be it's gonna be good either way. We're going to get some extra stuff about Yoda, which is going to be fun. I think they're doing it the right way, though, because if they did like a screen Yoda, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. Not necessarily screen. I just mean like history of Yoda. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the idea of having it in a comic book series because yeah. they can get away with a lot in a comic book. And they, they can don't keep even, that shit going for a while. Or they can stop it. It doesn't, like, right. like a TV series, there's, like, limitations and there's expectations. Right. Like, you have to do t- at least two fucking series because we are we get paid for it. Well, the actors himself. Yeah. When you do a issue. comic book, it's just, let's just do this until it, we run out of shit. Or? And that's the issue. And that's what I've we've talked about with different series. You know, we talked about Breaking Bad probably, like, a year and a half, two years ago. We're raving about that. When you have it in a TV format, it's not only like from a creative standpoint, but it's kind of pressure from whoever your network is. Like you're getting good ratings. We're making a shit ton of money off of this. Keep it going. Just make stories up to make the thing fit, which can get out of hand quickly. And that's where yeah, dilutes I am not super far into Rebels, but I'm worried that Rebels might get to that point uh, eventually. I just hope Disney knows when they pull the plug on yeah. something like that. Because uh, there are hints of Old Republic uh, real life. What, what am I looking for? Real life, you said. Real Housewives of uh, Corbin. <laughs> real Housewives <laughs> of Corbin. Um, no, a live action series is what I was. 
Oh, yeah. The, An the, old the Republic. All the fans but are petitioning for an old Republic I series on Netflix. Because people would probably love the setting and the characters, and then it's just going to fucking bomb. As, I don't think so. I just really hate the idea of... It sounds bad, but I hate the idea of Disney behind a live-action Star Wars. Because I feel like Disney's not in it for the Star Wars. <laughs> I keep wanting to wait for my Rebels talk until next episode, but I keep wanting to say stuff. I love what Disney's done. It feels like Disney has much... Disney itself owns Lucasfilm mm-hmm. and kind of said, Lucasfilm, you make episode seven. Boom. Done. Marvel, you make these movies. Boom. Done. It feels like they have much more of a hand in the creation of Rebels because it's on the Disney Channel. It's right. for kids. It feels like they're much more involved in that. They're still, which is fine. They're not killing it, but it's a really fucking good series. It's a great show, but it's definitely for kids. So I see what you mean about the live action thing. Like if they get too involved, depending on how they make it. But what I'm, what I think they really need to do is take a Star Wars live action series, look at Daredevil, look at things like that that have worked on Netflix, and go dark with it. <laughs> Even do Vader, like do Vader post episode three. It, there's never been, and I'd hope there never will be, a live-action Star Wars. I think if it's done well, I do hope there will be. I don't want, because there's going it, to... They're going to, like, force drama into it. Well, and I'm all, right with, I'm all right with drama. There's always drama. Because think of Breaking Bad. That whole thing's pretty, basically a drama. Drama. But... Yeah. Star Wars is not drama. Star Wars is a fucking space opera. Are we going to have... Which involves cra- drama. I know, but are we going to have crazy, epic... Music with it. We don't have enough time for that. Cut that shit out. We'll just have. We'll put what? Danny Elfman in there with fucking no, some, they some do brass that. horns. Mm-hmm. They do. They do that well enough in uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. They did all right with it. Sounds good. It doesn't sound bad. No, it agree. sounds good. It doesn't sound <laughs> John Williams, but it still sounds good. I'm like Mike Williams is the younger <laughs> brother. <Fucking> Jeff Williams. <laughs> Nah, well, we'll see. I don't know about the fucking live action series, but back to the main topic, which is just the Yoda comic. Was it? Uh, I'm excited. I have a question. Was it confirmed that uh, Danny Glover, or what was his name? <laughs> Danny Glover. The guy that was going to play Lando? What's the kid's name? Uh, Donald? Donald Glover? Was that approved? Or? Who's, the, who's the really old black actor named Glover? Something Danny Glover. Glover. So who's. Donald. Is that is his kid? Jimmy. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Alfred Glover. Alfred Glover. <laughs> I don't know his name. I can't remember. Bruce Glover. The old black guy that's in Lethal Weapon. He's in Saw. Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Yeah. I knew, I knew that was his name. Yeah. Why was I fucking tripping myself out? He's old. Yeah, so, in uh, Recon Rewind. Come on. Balls. Yeah, come on, balls. <laughs> so who's the young kid? By the way, so we're talking about Danny Glover, and we just be kind rewind. If you guys have not seen be kind rewind, go watch it. It's fucking great. Even if you're not a huge uh, Jack Black fan, he plays such a quirky character, and he's not a main character. And he's not like his usual Jack Black self. Yeah, right. Most Def is probably the main character. If I had to pick one, yeah. Um, And it's just a it's a weird like culty comedy. Yeah, it's it's an amazing. Especially if you like. Our kind of sense of humor. It's just like subtle shit that you don't even know. So basically, if you're listening, you're going to fucking love it. Yeah, if you're still listening at this point, about <laughs> half hour in, yeah, you're going to dig hour. it. Um, Donald Glover, right? Yeah, you, it's you gotta be. It up, you No, I looked up Danny Glover, now. and that was right, so I got, I was finished. Donald. No, I think it is Donald, the, the new, the well, the choice for the new Lando, not that Lando's even going to be him in the fucking movie. We don't even know. That's him. Uh, Donald Glover, Lando. Is he his kid, though? 
Who knows? Danny Glover. His kid's name is Donald Glover. Just because they have the same last name. Uh, Donald Glover is the first choice for Young Lando. That doesn't mean anything. That came out on August 12th. Also, I guess it's still rumor. Well, it's important to mention, too. We talked about this (laughs) four or five episodes ago. They just, they, they put... They, they put him in Lando clothes. It's kind of like photoshopped and gave him just a rape face. <laughs> it just looks like really he just got done doing something. They not all good. forget that, though, that it's not going to be made in 1980 and it's not going to be when Lando's 45 or 50 or whatever. So it's not going to look like that. Um, but remember, also, we talked about this when we heard the news like four episodes ago, I think, five. Um it's not even confirmed Lando will be in the movie. Right. It's just, just Han Solo movie? Okay, well, we definitely need a Lando, so here we go. Even if it's a cameo or something. Yeah, which we're on board for, but it's just not confirmed, so don't get too ultra excited about it. Ooh, I didn't even think about it! Well, think about it. Check it out. Turkey. Tell if me. it's going to be a Han Solo movie, yeah, and they keep something somewhat canon, Chewy. he could have that old uh, Oh, that old ex. wife? Dude, they're really picking and choosing, man. We we talked about that black girl was a fucking badass, though. We talked about how they were gonna just completely ditch shit if they made it uncanon. But here we go with the novel, and Quinlan Voss is back, and yeah. here we go with Thrawn's coming back soon. Like, I don't know, man. I think maybe they they meant more of uh, the story storyline is gone, but like characters may or may not be. Yeah. What was I just looking up? Han Solo we gotta find X. Out. Sana Staros. She had a big old afro. <laughs> she was badass, man. She talks mad shit. She looks kind of like a, a black Medusa they went away. in that picture. Oh, it was an ad. <laughs> you see it? <laughs> Nothing is more offensive than so, when ads pop up across your entire fucking screen. Nice. She's a badass, man. Sana Staros. Sana Staros. Sana, human. Sansa Starkos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just remember uh, Han ended up on a planet in the Dark Empire, and he needed favors to for the re- rebellion to like live. And he ran into her, and she's like, "Man, bitch, you didn't pay that fucking cantina bill. I fucking hate you." <laughs> I was just dying. She's just talking, like uh, she's talking mad shit. It's just like Jack Sparrow popping back up on port, exactly. and the girls walk up and just slap him. Yep, that's, that's exactly how so it felt. So fucking perfect. So, uh, that would be interesting if they brought any part of that back. You know what I would like to fucking see on screen? Young Chewie. Is Nar Shada. Yeah, that'd be fun too. That little, little, that fucking badass bar planet. They just film it in Vegas with the lights off. The whole, the whole planet's a fucking cantina. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Bravo cantina. Everybody on the street is just, ring. they're all bar hopping. <laughs> Nonstop. No one works. They all work at the bar. They just import beer. They all work at the bar. <laughs> they all work at producing alcohol for each other. Yeah, Narshada. If, if you guys don't know, <laughs> shout Narshada. I know, but a lot of these people. The only reason I know about Narshada is uh, the Jedi Knight series. So if you haven't played that, you the only reason I know is from Kotor two. Oh, you go there on Kotor two. Sith Lords, yeah. I yeah, because I never played Jedi Knight, but I still know Narshada. I remember there was one fucking leave it to Bioware for ridiculous scenes but if you go dark side there's one thing where somebody's like on the street they're asking for help and the dark side option is like you force convince them to just jump over the ledge and commit suicide <laughs> <laughs> it's so absurd was uh 
Drukar Pishan a part of Kutu? I hope so. <laughs> because I want to contribute that line to him. I was so, but so we'll this is a out. great segue. So we're done with Narshada. Fuck you. Um, done with Yoda, obviously, too. Done with Yoda. And like I said, it was a great segue because of the Drew Carpishan thing moving into the Mass Effect uh, yeah. series. Well, specifically the first game. Um, but the series. It was awesome it. that, like, at during the credits, like, I got to see lead writer Drew Carpishan. I'm like, dude, I fucking talked to that dude. It was amazing. So cool, man. Yeah. But the. Uh, I don't know. Like, you have mentioned that it was your favorite universe. I think it's an interesting, it's a happy medium between Star Wars, which I believe is a little more fantasy, yeah, and Star absolutely. Trek, which is like politics. Right. And I think Mass Effect's kind of right in that happy medium where there's still kind of biotic force, but there's still a lot of politics, and it has that idea that humans are like new to the galaxy. Exploration feel. Right, instead of like Star Wars where humans just are. They always have been. They're in control, pretty much. The, they, yeah. the Empire, they're in control. They're enslaving all the other species. Right. Well, yeah. in that galaxy, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, no, so I, it's just Mass Effect's on a larger scale because you got to think they can go galaxy to galaxy. Star right. Wars is in one galaxy. Well, that's the and the new ones in Andromeda. It's going to be in a totally different galaxy. Andromeda's um, the next galaxy over. But you don't go. You don't. Did you know that Andromeda is an, an actual galaxy? It's the one that the Milky Way is going to run into in like whatever billion yeah, years. Yeah, I know. All the Mass Effect takes place in Milky Way. Really? Yeah. I didn't catch any of that. You did not go to the. You didn't do the DLC, or uh, I don't have a DLC. Not the DLC. The uh, there's a side mission where you go to the moon. The Earth moon? Yeah. No. Yeah, all the Mass Effect takes place in Milky Way. You go to different systems inside the Milky Way. I guess Way I, I noticed it looked like the Milky Way, but I just yeah. thought they based it off of yeah. the Milky Way. Um, no, I. And you I, can go to Earth on Kotor, well, the, the Earth moon. Yeah. Are you sure it's the first one? Not Kotor. They did Mass Effect. A Mass Effect. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I mean, I powered through it. Yeah. There. How, all right. So how how long was your playthrough? How many hours? Eleven. That's it. Oh yeah, you just did the main quest then. No, I did. If you I do, did Rex's side mission, I got his armor. But that's I, yeah, but that doesn't take that long. I did the extra planet that uh, Tommy Boy said I could skip. He said you don't you don't even need to go to Pharos. Pharos. And I went to Pharaohs and saved all, all everybody and did all the Yeah, side but it's on the main quest line. Like, if you do all the side quests and the DLC, it's probably like 35 hours. Oh, easily. Yeah, maybe. 40. Yeah, I mean, I powered through it, but. Yeah. I, if I but, talk, anyways, yeah, it's all If I talked to someone and they had a side mission, I did it. Yeah. I just didn't go out of my way to talk to people I didn't right, right, need right. to. Kotor's the same way. You'd be surprised. And that's. that's if you, yeah, if you speed through it, yeah, it's probably like 12 a, hours. I've beat it in under 10. I would love to see the save file. <laughs> you know how many save files I had? This is my third KOTOR. I'm getting back into Mass Effect, Jesus. Anyways, yeah, so I have stated in the fact that, or in the past, that I do love the Mass Effect universe over everything else. But that was at a time, remember, before Star Wars had come back. So I think it was partly, I love Mass Effect, I love the setting, I love how detailed they were. There was just things. timing. There was no I love Star Wars. How, there was no Star Wars. I know, but at the same, I still do love how it is so crazily based in reality that it does a lot of it does actually make sense. Like fast forward, it doesn't. I don't think it makes none of this makes sense. Well, you don't know whatever's going to happen in like 150 years. But I'm saying a lot of it is. And Drew said on the interview that we did with them, like they really did spend time studying like physics and having people like advising them on what they were writing, so it actually did kind of make sense. 
So I was thinking it from a whole sci-fi as opposed to fantasy perspective, where actually if you did fast forward 200, 300 years, some of it does kind of make sense. But now that Star Wars is back in the limelight, they're making a bunch more content, there's new movies coming out. Right, you're just one. excited about the new flashy thing. Because <sighs> Andromeda's coming out too. <laughs> I haven't even seen the trailer for that, so I shouldn't talk until I watch it. Butterclone uh, yelled at me. I was in the middle of fucking playing the first one, which I, again, have never beat um, until like this past weekend. And he's like, dude, check out the new Andromeda thing. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I can't watch this shit. You're going to spoil every fucking thing. Well, it's a completely different... That's true. It's a different galaxy. Different storyline, no, different characters. Yeah, but there's still stuff I, I peeked over and saw one flash and i'm like oh that happens he's like shit <laughs> don't tell me um, you've already played through the yeah but i haven't seen the trailer no it spoiled my mass effect i knew right away the what? first one the one two and three i know what kind of what, what's gonna happen oh well we'll talk about that when we get there so yeah mass effect mass effect thoughts overall um Story a line. much more in-depth kotor I mean, it's the, it's 360, so it's automatically going to be a better. Yeah, I mean, gameplay wise, it's a wise, better game. Yeah, the gameplay wise, it's it's similar. Um, it's Kotor with a little more of the live action shooting feel. Yeah. When when it came out, no, I remember a lot, it has live action shooting feel. Yeah. Kotor doesn't have it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when it came out, we were saying kind of like Halo and Mass Effect, or mm-hmm. excuse me, Halo and Kotor. Mm-hmm. Like you're shooting, but you have the option yeah. for the stop time thing. I, I everyone, it's been ten years. Everyone knows. This. I for how I, I found like the fucking four glitches in the entire game. But <laughs> the first one has a few, yeah. Um, I didn't mind the fighting style in it. You guys were like, yeah, the second one and third one are much better. It's it's Bioware it simple enough that I got by pretty easy. You got to remember, Bioware still was not extremely massive back then. Massive effect. effect. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is it's an amazing game, but it's still not as fluid. Well, so like once you start in the makeup, once with you start like, too, you'll, you'll know the difference. Yeah, blocky, and you'll it know it. Feels- you'll know it right away. And I've always said that the first one is very RPG focused. A lot of upgrades for every single gun, every single armor, and like different stats. Number two is much more action and storyline focused. And then three is kind of balances both of those out. Okay. So you'll notice, probably I notice that three. as you go through. Not, yeah. not the storyline, but I've played multiplayer with you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I know I know how that works. It's similar. <sighs> multiplayer is really good. It's a little more over the shoulder, kind of like a, a space Gears of War. Well, I think Gears of War is in space, but... Um, yeah. I've never played, but I've seen... So, yeah. I've played through one of them, and it was... Okay. It's, it's a cult thing. Who? Cult thing. <clears throat> Destiny. The fuck? What? Um, yeah, uh, so I'll walk through what I did real quick. Yeah. I was an infiltrator. Boom. Um, I did 99% sniping. Snippers. I fucking... I'm actually surprised by that. I fucking hated the grenades. Every. I don't think I ever hit anybody <laughs> with a grenade. I threw them. I timed it. It would even be glitching out where the guy wouldn't move. So I would throw it, time it, nope, throw it, lay it a little longer, nope, throw it, let it land on something, nope. I'm like, <laughs> then I fuck, what the fuck is, why I do I even have these? Never had that issue, I don't know. That's weird. I, yeah, it was impossible. <laughs> the only time I ever used a grenade that was like actually worked was when there was, there was 10 of them coming at me right in front of me. So I'm like, fuck, throw, throw, blow, throw, blow. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I did Infiltrator because the first time I went through it, I had gotten to, not uh, Elos, the one before that. Well, you can go to wherever. So it was the, when you face off against Saren, the first time. Vermeer. Vermeer, yes. Yep. Vermeer, Vermeer. with a V. Um, I got to that point my first time. And then I stopped because Rex died on Vermeer. Oh, yeah, and you were pissed. Well, I just, no one even said he could die. Just make sure he doesn't. So I didn't fucking plan for it. And, he, and I said, don't, everything's fine. And he agreed with me. And Ashley came up and shot him in the head. Fuck you, Ashley. That's, that's why I let her die in that one. I'm like, you know what? Fucking go die. That's one of the best things about that game is like you can think that you're doing everything right. But then when you're... I was I pretty I precise it. on being um, Paragon. Whatever you want to The first time? This time. The, oh, really? I thought you decided to go Renegade. No, I did 100%. Okay. And, and there was like points where I had to do Renegade things. Like on that... Uh, what was the plan? Yeah, I didn't have to do. Oh, Pharos? Pharos. On Pharos, when I go back in and all the people have gone crazy because that right. thing, I ran out of gren the grenades that they gave me, so I had to kill a couple of them just to get past. So I, I got like a quite a few renegade points for killing those citizens. Right. Um, but I was able to kill enough of them where they the other ones like kind of stayed back, and I was able to <laughs> do what do what I needed to do. Right. So I still got whatever. So I basically did light side sniping. Light side sniping. Do you use your tech powers a lot or just mainly sniping? I always did tech right at the beginning of the battle and then snipe the fuck out of everyone. Yeah. And what I did was because I, my sniping skills are fucking legit in that one. Dude, people. The, the, the only spot that I ever had issue with, with, with was that time I had to go get Rex's armor because it was in such small quarters. Right. I couldn't swing it. Yeah. I, there, was no, there was no sniping. room. Yeah. Um, other than that, what I would do is I'd walk into a battle, I would use my biotic and, and, and my tech, and I tell everyone else to the main person, whoever the strongest person in front of us was. I'd do that so it like immobilized or hurt them, and I would take out every single one else with what headshots. So the, that guy would be hurt and fi like looking for right. shelter, and I'd fuck everyone else up. I got to the point where I was just headshotting Geth left and right. Boom. One hit dead. That was, uh, I was always bad at sniping in the first one. That's why I recommended you don't do it. But if you liked it, then that's good. But I picked up sniping a lot more in the third one. For whatever reason, just the gameplay, the character types. And this is basically the multiplayer as well that I'm talking multiplayer. about. Multiplayer. 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 But yeah, my favorite characters, like my three favorite characters are uh, squad types. Yeah, classes in... Uh, in multiplayer for the third one is yes, thank you. All time. Vanguard. Or Infiltrator. See, I'm excited because Infiltrator. Yep. Infiltrator, I, I'm gonna take my guy throughout. Because it, it transfers, right? I can just like Yep. Transfer my game. So if if Tommy Boy was saying if I if Rex died, there was a way I could start two without or with Rex being alive. Yeah, you you do one or the other. So you when you fire up two. You either continue with the character that you already made. Or just start a new. Or start a brand new character. Yeah. I kind of want to continue. I think that'd be That's cool. the whole point. That's the coolest thing about that series. Is you make one character, your decisions carry through. There'll be oh, shit at the God. end of the third one that people are like, well, remember when you fucking did this shit on Vermeer? Oh, my God. Like, that's, that's the cool. coolest thing about the series. Your stats. Um, not I, would, I shouldn't say your stats, but like 
if you continue with the same class, there's different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. The uh, the other benefit to having finished it is that whatever uh, achievements that you got while you played through, if you start a new character in the first one, let's say uh, you got an achievement for using like a biotic power. If you start a completely tech character as a new character, since you got that achievement, you can add that biotic power to that character. Like you get one additional thing that you can add. And so that's if a you get the achievement. Bonus if I start if you a, start new a one? brand new character. Yeah, I'm not gonna. But well, yeah. But back in the day when the first one was the only one that was out, we played it like eight times in a row. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, oh. Mass Effect is legit. You can carry it over to a new character on the same game. You're saying, or to the next game? No, I mean, if you've, it doesn't have to do with your character itself. Is if you've unlocked that achievement. Oh, then so if you get character. an achievement okay. for like a hundred biotic throws or something, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you can make a completely tech-based character that has no biotic powers. But since you got the achievement, you can give them throw mm. as one of their additional powers. It's like a bonus after you've, after you've played through the game one time. Interesting. Yeah, uh, if I had. Go ahead. What? I was a point. Point to him. You can't see me. <laughs> I was gonna say before you like rated or whatever. Talk about the storyline. Thoughts about Shepard himself. Thoughts about the storyline. How humans interact with the galaxy. Um, I mean, it's pretty basic. Uh, humans are new to the galaxy. They're not trusted. Uh, <laughs> Which like is the Asari. Like a lot of the other species live long. So. When I was when I was talking to Liara, she mentioned about humans being very reckless and being just very chaotic, and it was just kind of an appearance because we live so short lives. And even then, he said I, I barely lived like 110 or 150. He said, and they live several hundred years. Yeah, sorry. And she said, well, maybe that's it. Like you have limited time, so you have to do what you need to do in that amount of time. So it looks hectic to us, sorry right. or whatever. Um, so that was interesting to see that kind of dynamic that. Uh, that outside view on humans. Um, Not only that, is that they're brand new to the galactic, pretty much the galactic society as it is. Yeah. Like the other species have been there for a while. Right. And the council's made up of Turians, Asari, and... Salarians. Salarians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then humans are, are looking at... Well, spoiler, at the end, I get to choose who I want to be on the council as a human. Right. Um, so they finally get added. But yeah, it's cool to see the humans as the underdogs for once. Yeah. Because like we just said at the beginning of this discussion, like in Star Wars, humans are pretty much all you see as main characters. And when you think of the Empire, humans are controlling the galaxy, enslaving Wookiees, enslaving people. So You see that somewhat... You see that dynamic kind of played with a little bit in Star Trek, and not that I would know much about that, but... Um, you do see like other species come in, and it's just dominant species. And the Star Trek people are just like, "Oh shit!" Like, there's no Can't way. Can't do anything. Um, that's why I li- it is like a happy medium between the two uh, two shits. Can't wait for you to keep going. Um, Saren chasing after the the Spectre Saren. I don't know. It was it was interesting. It kept it fun. It just. Um, so yep. what are you looking for? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't know. It, I'm, I, it sounds like I'm going to say something bad, but 
it was just it was a cool aspect that like you become a specter and you're chasing another rogue specter. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And when you go everywhere you go, I'm Specter Shepherd, and they're like, hey, yeah, sure you are. Because there hasn't been a human specter. Right. And they're like, no, I actually am. Oh shoot. Sorry. Oh yeah. Beep, beep, beep. You are on this list. I forgot. Here's all your free fucking guns. Yeah. I straight up talked mad shit sometimes. They pissed me off. I would walk up and they they'd be greeting me at the the Normandy. They're like, you can't come in here. You guys check in all your guns. I'm like, I'm fucking keeping my guns. And Rex is like, <laughs> go ahead and try it, bitch. I'm like, that's why I bring Dude, you with that's me. why like I feel like an ass, but being dark side is so much or renegade is it's more advantageous. You get more shit and you get it all for free. So just by threatening people. L let me just warp to the end of it. So spoiler if you haven't played it. Um so the idea of I went Super Paragon and saved Rex and talked him into... Being nice? Well, Having not killing, or he killed... Actually, why aren't the Krogans? Why isn't there a Krogan on the council? Because they were used and killed by the Salarians? Yeah, because they're, they're thought of as a lesser species. species. Yeah, because they pretty much like enslaved them and like them to war for. There's fucking. Well, even Rex kind of mentions it. He's just like we're soldiers. We kill things. We walk around. That's it. That's it. That's about <laughs> it. Um, but I really liked him because he was a, he was a. <sighs> so the characters in Mass Effect are solid. I like the characters. I like that we have a, a like a nerdy guy like Caden, kind of just like by the book. We have Ashley, who's just like emotional. We have like the scientists in Liara. Joker. Uh, jo Joker's probably the 99% of the best. 99% of the time, it's the best time. Um, <laughs> no, but Joker, like, even though it's what's his face, green? Seth Green, yeah. So good. Yeah. He plays it so well. Oh, no, I thought it was. And it's a good character. Characters. Yeah. Um, and they incorporate them all well into the action. Captain Anderson. That who I chose. Good. Fuck the other guy. He's such an ass, dude. That's why we're not choosing. Yeah. I know. Um, because I, it's at a, at a certain point, it's like if you're going light side or dark side. If you want to continually just do the dark side, dark side, dark side, dark side. I choose the politician. I can't remember. I can't remember which one it was. I'm just saying, like, it just the feels only like reason the right that you do. would choose him is that if you're trying to continue with that thing. Huh. So maybe something I didn't do, I would have chose him. No, I'm just saying. Didn't you have the? Didn't say because you know when you look at the dial of the conversation, like the top left is light side, and the top or the bottom left, no, or whatever. This one said, "Who do you suggest?" And it had left and right. Oh, there was no blue or red. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. I was like Anderson. He's the badass because I told him to go in there, punch Udina, and take over his fucking coach. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I must have forgot that part. But again, that decision will play throughout two and three. Oh, that's fine with me. Which is I like Anderson. No, oh. I know. It's just, I just think it's so fucking cool how much that affects. Like that one decision. Who are you going to pick? It's like a mass a effect or something. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I chose at the end was to save the council, obviously. I don't know what happens if you don't save the council. I'm assuming they live anyways. I'm not going to tell you. Well, I'm not going to get to it ever. <laughs> play it again one day. Once you get, once you beat the whole series, I assume they live somehow, and then we get shunned for not trying to save them. That's my, that's my thought. Humans are always getting the short end of the stick in the Mass Effect galaxy. Well, if I wasn't gonna fucking save them, yeah, we would definitely would have got the short end of the stick. But I did save them. We got praised for it. 
and I got to choose who I wanted to be on the fucking console. Boom, bitch. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> so we have gone way too far. We expected this to be a half hour. We are already pushing an hour or yeah. more. Um, so to be a I would highly recommend Mass Effect, at least the first game. You guys have better have played it by now. Yeah. I'm surprised it took you this long, Mopar, honestly. As much as me and Tommy Boy and Butter Clone raved about it for years. It's been out for a decade. Yeah. I think 2000... Well, no, it was... I think it was our sophomore year. So it was 2007 when it came out. So nine years. Shit. It's a good game. Commander's pissed. <laughs> I um, love it, man. I'm excited for... Uh, I can't even say I'm excited for Andromeda because I haven't seen the trailer, but I'm going to go... You're still excited for it, though. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to go watch the trailer. But now before I play Forza Horizon 3... Horizon? Horizon 3 episode. This has been episode 77. Yeah. Battlefield's next. Battlefield coming soon. Um, if anyone's listening, if you're in Columbus, try to link up with us on Rogue Friday or Force Friday, whatever the fuck you want to call it. If you're a jackass doing your own shit, like... Uh, I'm going to give him a shout out right now and hopefully we'll, you guys will be able to see some of his art. But uh, like a Venomous on Instagram who does fucking amazing Star Wars art. Or if you're goddamn making, remaking KOTOR. Yeah. Goddamn. I'm listening to these guys. They're funny as fuck, but I'm not going to say a goddamn thing. Can you guys please reach out? What the hell are you doing? All you got to do is got in tweet us at RO and it'll probably just pop our name up and you just click yes and you just type in fuck. You can tweet, <laughs> and that's all you need to do, and we'll Perfect. respond to you. It's all, it's um, it. And if you are, like I said, if you are doing something cool like that, or you got your own thing going on, uh, shoot us an email, Podcast at gmail. Yeah. We'd yeah, it would to, be awesome to hear to from you guys. Yep. Uh, if you'd be interested uh, being on the show and you're doing something cool. If you're just a jackass listening, I don't want to, I mean, we could talk to you. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, you're going to be in a long line of homogenous people. Um, so <laughs> awesome, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, episode 77. Episode. <laughs> uh, I am Opar. I am Commander Cody. Been real. <laughs>